Hey everyone, welcome to the Voyage LA podcast, where we interview some of the most inspiring and interesting folks from all over town, and we ask them about their lives, their businesses, their art, and more. All right, so today we are joined by Mike Sington. Mike is such an amazing guy with um, truly a very inspiring, true Hollywood story. And we can't wait for you to learn more about Mike and his incredible career. Mike is also a content partner, as we've shared with you before. Content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from spreading the word about our mission, sponsoring our mission, collaborating with us on content like this. And so, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. And, um, you know, before we jump into kind of what you're doing now, maybe you can just kind of give us some of the backstory and kind of the personal side of how you came to be the person that you are today. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Well, I grew up in Michigan, and as a kid, I was kind of obsessed with movies and television shows. I mean, they were really my escape. I was growing up in a small town, and then I went to college, and an advertising executive who was a neighbor asked me to appear in a television commercial for a car company. And through that, I kind of got the acting bug. So when I finished college with a business degree, I thought, you know what? I really need to give the entertainment industry a shot. This is probably going to be my only time before I go into the corporate world. So I packed up everything I owned into my car And I drove cross-country to Los Angeles and arrived in the city without knowing anyone, without having any money, without having a job, without even having a place to stay. I ended up staying in a motel for about a week until I got an apartment. Uh, And I knew I needed a job on the side while I was pursuing an acting career. And I know a lot of people starting out probably have been through the same thing. I thought, well, I could wait on tables or maybe bartend. But then I had heard about the studio tour at Universal Studios, and I thought, that would make more sense. Wouldn't it be a lot more fun being a tour guide at a movie studio and actually being on the lot itself rather than working in a restaurant? So I heard it was a hard job to get, and it was, but I applied and went through the audition process, and I was hired. And I loved being a tour guide at Universal Studios, being able to show off my passion to people from around the world and show them the sets and the places where their favorite movies and TV shows were filmed was really a dream come true. But I was also still acting and going out on auditions. And then things started taking off career-wise at Universal when one day... I decided on my own to rewrite the script for the studio tour. I was still an hourly employee, but at home, I wrote out my version of the tour, how I would present it if I ran the studio from the beginning to the end, and it was several pages long. And on a whim, I sent it to the president of the studio. And a couple days later, his assistant called me into his office and said that he would like to speak with me. And he said, you know what, I read your proposal, and this is exactly how I envision the studio tour to be presented. What I'd like you to do is to create a training program for the studio tour guides and retrain them all 
on this version of the studio tour that you wrote. I think this is the way we need to go. So I overnight gave up being a tour guide and kind of got my foot into management for the first time by putting together the training program. And things just took off career-wise at Universal. And so I kept getting promoted and I never really had the passion for acting because I had fallen into it accidentally because I was asked to be an actor. And I knew to be successful as an actor, that had to be a, a real passion, a burning passion. It has to be really the only thing that you can or want to do. And as I mentioned, my career was taking off at Universal, so I decided to focus on that full time. And I ended up into a senior level position there after really only a few years. Mike, what, what we love about your story so much is not just that it's inspiring, but it's the type of thing that so many of us might have an opportunity to do in some way. You know, there might be something that we see that we can improve that could lead to something. And it's just so exciting to see examples where, you know, someone took the initiative, um, saw how something could be better, tried to make it happen. And, um, you know, the powers that be kind of supported it. And, you know, not everyone, you know, has a good fortune of that happening, but um, it's at least worth a try. And, you know, I think your story is just, it's so um, inspiring in that way. Um, so you, so many people know you and refer to you as Hollywood's ultimate insider. Can you kind of tell us about why that is and kind of how you got that name? <laughs> Hollywood's ultimate insider. Well, that was actually one of the requirements of my job at Universal Studios. In addition to helping run the studio tour there, I was also in charge of studio guide casting and development and operations. So I had to make sure the studio guides were always up to date on what was going on inside Hollywood because that's what guests want to hear about when they come take a tour of the studio. So I knew when I walked into the studio gates in the morning, I had to be on top of everything going on in the entertainment industry as far as pop culture goes, what's filming, all the new movies, all the new TV shows, what's going on with celebrities. And I would have to research that information every day. And we actually would issue a newsletter to the studio guides, bringing them up to date on the NBC Universal product and also what other studios were up to and what the celebrities were up to. Because when people take a tour at Universal Studios or really any studio, they really want to hear inside, behind-the-scenes information. So I had to make it a point to make myself an expert on that. And as I created new products there, like the Enhanced VIP Tour, we had to take it to a whole nother level of taking guests behind the scenes, pulling back the curtain, and really giving them the inside information that they craved. And even today, I'm doing it now, I spend two to three hours every day contacting my sources in Hollywood and around the world and going onto various websites, researching what's going on behind the scenes in Hollywood and really in the entertainment industry all around the world. It's not just Hollywood anymore. Hollywood has expanded 
into a worldwide industry. So that's kind of how I got the nickname as Hollywood's Ultimate Insider, because it was my full-time job for several years, and it's something that I'm still doing. Definitely a lot of uh, passion and, and dedication, um, but but thanks for sharing that. So you, you, you've had a successful career in Hollywood, and there's so many people who are trying to break in. Um, and, and so, you know, what are some tips that you can share? How can someone kind of succeed in this hyper-competitive industry? Well, you're absolutely right. So many people are trying to break into Hollywood and establish a career. I mean, thousands of people move to Los Angeles every year trying to break into the business, and it's extremely competitive. Um, when I was casting the studio guides at Universal, I saw it every day. We would get thousands of applicants a year for only a handful of openings. So I know what people are going through, and I know how tough it can be. But do know that if I could do it, really anyone could do it. Um, you've all heard the cliche, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's really one of the best tips I can give you. And it's really true when it comes to a successful Hollywood career. Hollywood is a town based on relationships. People want to work with people they know, people they get along with, people they're going to have a good time working with. So people tend to hire the people they know. So if you're new in town or just starting out, you've got to make contacts and relationships. Uh, how did I do, do it? Well, working at a studio, as I said, makes more sense to me than working at a restaurant because that's where you're going to meet people that are working in the industry. And I've made lifelong contacts through my career at Universal Studios, and we all help each other out. But if you're not working at a studio, there are other ways to meet people in the industry. Go to industry seminars at the AFI. If you belong to SAG-AFTRA, go to the functions that they present. Go to as many screenings as you can where you can meet people before standing in line afterwards at receptions in the lobby. Go to parties, be social, get out, be active. You never know who you're going to meet at an industry function. So why not go if you get the invitation? I mean, so much of life is just showing up. And don't look at it as networking uh, because that's kind of scary thinking you have to go to a function to network. Just look at it as socializing and enjoy the event, enjoy the evening. And if you meet somebody that you can tap on later that could possibly help you with your career, that's great. But don't forget, it works two ways. You've got to give back and help people with their career as well as soon as you get some experience under your belt and you're in a position to do so. So definitely, it's not what you know, it's who you know when it comes to Hollywood. The other tip I can give you is to definitely follow your gut. Follow your instincts. You know yourself through your life experiences what works best for you. And when you're pursuing a career in the entertainment industry, everyone's going to have an opinion on it. And a lot of people, maybe even family members, aren't going to approve. You've got to shut out all that noise and follow your gut. For example, in my instance, my gut told me I had to go to Hollywood. I made that decision within 24 hours, and it was the best decision I ever did. But something just told me 
it was the right move to make. So trust your gut, trust your instincts, trust that you know best and nobody else knows what's best for you. Mike, thanks so much for sharing those with us. You're also pretty successful on social media. You've built quite the following. Would you be open to sharing some of your tips and insight with, uh, with our audience that might also be interested in growing their social media presence? Well, thank you. Yeah, I am really active on social media. And I think depending upon the industry you're in, it is very important. If you're creative, if you're in the entertainment industry, no matter what aspect of entertainment, media, acting, producing, writing, directing, I think you need to be on social media, especially Twitter, as far as the entertainment industry goes. Um, I'm also on uh, Instagram, but not quite as active there as I am on Twitter. And I'll tell you why it's important. Um, People are looking at that, at your social media accounts all the time. Before they hire you for a job, they are looking at your social media accounts. And I have friends who are casting directors, for example, if you're an actor, who have told me that if a part comes down to between just two actors, they're going to look at the social media accounts of those two actors. And whichever actor has the bigger following with the better engagement, that's the one they're going to cast because they know the actor will promote the project on their social media and it's going to get the movie or television show uh, more viewers. Um, I'll tell you how I got started. Uh, I got started on Twitter way before Instagram. Uh, With my job at Universal Studios, people were always really kind of interested in what I did there and wherever I went, When people found out I worked at Universal, they would ask me what I did and what my job was. They seemed kind of fascinated by it. So I thought, you know what? I could start tweeting about my job, about what I do day to day, um, which is something I never took for granted. I always found it interesting. So I assumed other people around the country and around the world would find it interesting too. And they did. So I would tweet about things I was doing at work without revealing anything that was confidential. I would uh, tweet out photos of things I'm seeing at work, sets and new things happening, again, without revealing anything, but just kind of teasing new projects. And I started gaining followers very quickly. Uh, There were a a lot of fans of the studio that would start following me. So then about six months into it, I thought, well, if tweeting about Universal Studios is so popular, why don't I expand and start tweeting about the entertainment industry in general? Because as I mentioned earlier, I made it a point to become an expert on the entertainment industry. So then I started tweeting about all of show business, all of Hollywood, all of pop culture, all about celebrities. And then my Twitter kind of exploded overnight and really, really took off. So I kind of keep Twitter as the business side of my life. And then I started Instagram to kind of share the personal side of my life so that people can kind of look at both. They can kind of pick and choose. Um, But I just want to emphasize, I think it's really important. Now, the biggest stars, I mean, the biggest are not even on social media. I mean, 
Jennifer Lawrence is not on social media. George Clooney is not on social media. But they're not just starting out either. They really don't need to be on social media. But if you're just starting out or if you're established and want to get more work and make more contacts, you can do that through social media. I've collaborated with many people I've met on Instagram and on Twitter just through direct messaging. So definitely you need to be on social media. I strongly recommend Twitter if you're in the entertainment industry. Instagram, I think, is more fun and personal, but you can show off your projects there, especially if you're an actor. As an actor, you can post clips of your best work on Instagram, and you'll get a lot of views. It's just harder to share that information on Instagram. It's a lot easier to retweet on Twitter. So definitely be on Twitter. Instagram, I would say, is optional. Facebook, I don't think is necessary at all if you're in the entertainment industry. Awesome. That was so helpful and uh, definitely appreciate the detail. I I think there's so much to learn, um, not just for people in the entertainment industry, but honestly, um, there was a lot there in terms of how to think about the different social media networks and um, you know, kind of how to position oneself and promote oneself using these really powerful platforms. So thank you so much for sharing that, for sharing your story, for telling us about kind of um, what your career has been like and, and what you've learned and, and how others can kind of benefit from the lessons that you've learned along the way. And so, Mike, we're just so grateful that you took the time to share all of that with us. Thank you so much. And to everybody listening, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you'll join us again next time. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye.